Yes, I'll buy your breast milk, but you got to bring over that titty. You know what, boys? I'm going to vape in your face. Hey, that's a, that's a mighty big cock, fella. Uh, hey, would you, would you mind staying away from my girlfriend, eh? If I had sex with Prince, it would literally be the only story I'd ever tell. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, once again, the host of the program, Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode 117 of the podcast, 18. I think it's 117. Um, very stoked you are joining us, as always. Stoked to have everyone who is hashtag team current episode a part of the show. Uh, a lot to get to today, but first, as always, I like to hook you up because you're going to hear some stuff on this show that you, you're going to want to respond to. You're, I'm going to say something, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so fucking witty that you're going to go, oh my God, I need to compliment this guy. And there's a way you can do that. There's a couple of ways. The first way is old school and probably the best way. It's email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Reach out to us there. Let us, give us your thoughts. Um, if you, if you aren't going to try to be funny and if you can keep it brief, you can leave us a voicemail and it might get played on the show. It's a higher degree of difficulty, but I, I encourage you to try. The voicemail line is 949-464-TBLS. Uh, once again, and not enough of you have done this but the, the smart people have, you really need to like our page on Facebook, the baller lifestyle podcast on Facebook, because that there's a lot more happening show related there that you're missing. If you're only listening to the show and not seeing the interactivity throughout the week, we don't, we we're only here an hour. I try to give you a tight hour, but it's like an hour and 15 hour and 20 minutes every week. There's a lot more happening every day on our Facebook page. So I encourage you to go there the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. And if you're an iTunes person, or even if you're not, please subscribe there. That out of the way. Joining me now, as always, co-host of the program, New Jersey's finest, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing, doing well. How are you? Uh, I, I'm great. And also, special guest this week. Ed, we have a guest. Yes. Uh, this is a guy I got to know when he hosted a show on the radio station I was on in Houston. He's a fantastic stand-up. At some point, everyone should go to YouTube and see him roast Bum Phillips. And Bum Phillips look very confused the entire time because <laughs> it is fucking hilarious. Uh, he's one quarter of the wildly popular Whiskey Brothers podcast. I've guested on his radio show, his podcast, and now he's returning the favor to us. Please, everybody, welcome John Wessling to the show. John, how are you? I'm doing great, Brian, hey, uh, Ed. Uh, thanks very much for having me on this show. Uh, and I don't mean that in any sarcastic way. I'm seriously honored. Uh, episode 117, which I think is the one that's going to go down in history. I'm just going to call that shot right now in the box. Yeah, this but, is gonna, uh, this is gonna this is gonna blow. We're gonna break now, the internet now, with this that, show. Is that a, is that a proper numbering system? Like, is this does this literally mean the one hundred and seventeenth episode of the Baller yeah, Lifestyle? We, yeah, we num number them in order. Although some have been split up, some have been two episodes with just one number. You can't stop very imagine. special yeah. episodes. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. yeah all, basically, the file was too large. Like we had such a good time. 
that well, we oh, no, we just eaten no, up all your wife. No, we just talk too long. So some couple of them have gone three hours. And since I'm not uh, Joe Rogan or someone that can, <laughs> that can do that and get people to download it, I make, I make them into two. So uh, you're doing a good job, man. I, I'll tell you, you've clearly been uh, trained by Travis Rogers very well. Yeah. You uh, think so? His tutelage is, is, is apparent. Uh, you did a great job with the resets and the intros and the set, you set the table perfectly, man. Yeah. You are a natural broadcaster. I am a broadcaster. Uh, how, how are things going with you? I follow you on Twitter and Instagram. I'm always, uh, well kept well abreast of your gig. You are working the cruise lines doing stand up now. How's that going? Uh, it, you know, every day is a nightmare, my friend. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I walk the, the walk of death of shame. No, it's, it's, it's awesome. I get yeah. to go to, uh, 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 vacation islands. It's a, it's a fucking paradise. I'm, are you, I'm flying are you ever, all the time. Yeah. Are you ever around. afraid of being murdered? Right. Oh, always, always, always. Right, but never that's, go near the, the railings, right? Yeah. No, well, now here's why I feel the, the most likely to be murdered. Cause I get what you're saying. You know, I'm traveling abroad. I'm flying in and out of ports and in third world countries, I mean, there is some Blackhawk down fucking cab rides I got to take to catch a boat to catch a boat sometimes, you know, when I go in and out of Belize and that's like, that's like a Miami Vice episode from as soon as you step off the plane until you get to the comfort of your cabin on the boat. <laughs> I mean, there's actual fucking pirates out there. Uh, uh, but no, the, where I feel the most dangerous is the about 11 days that I'm home yeah. because I don't know if you know, statistically, uh, your, your wife, your partner right. is your, is statistically your most likely murderer. That's you know exactly that, right? right. Yes. Right. The most so dangerous she doesn't person, come on the cruise. Right. The most dangerous person in your home is your loved one. Right. Yeah. And, and the people that get murdered on cruises typically get murdered by a loved one. So as that, long as, true. as long as you're rolling and your bride is back home, you're pretty yeah. safe. Stati- the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. Of, of, of all murder cases, the, the most common uh, right. murder, you know, murderer is the, the is the spouse. So clearly- and- I, I don't sleep very well when I'm home because you know I, I can't let these numbers just slip. Once you know it, you know it, man. You gotta stay woke, right, bro? Yes. I mean <laughs> And while you're at ports, don't befriend anyone with the last name Vandersloot, right? Oh no, it's never know. Never tr- you know what? Honestly, you don't trust the Euro- the weird European travelers right. that you the meet Dutch. out there. They're they're creepy as fuck, man. I tell yeah. you. Uh, when you meet people in their native land, you're meeting the real people. When you when you meet their expat community, those motherfuckers got some shit to hide. Yeah, they are, they, <laughs> they are Interpol looked out motherfuckers. Man. They didn't move there; they escaped. Yeah, no, they're they have no extradition rules there. That's, that's right. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, if you're on the island of Bermuda, stay away from. Luckily, the Slute has been locked away in Peru. He's getting ass in prison, and he didn't he knock up a girl when he was in jail. Yeah, he yeah, did. He got that married. Guy, that guy must have relatives. Yeah. Like, I'm guessing he comes from bad stock. I would just never befriend somebody named Vandersloot. No, it's that's that, that's just good advice. That's just sage advice to live by, right there. Stay away from all Vandersloots, Vandersly. It's a it's a Northern European uh, royalty line, so they're half inbred. Uh, good good they're, point they're, there. He looks inbred. Their <laughs> eyes are very far apart. Yeah, oh, yeah he's yeah. got the he's got the hammerhead look. Going. Yeah. <laughs> really? he's, he's an Akbarian. He's <laughs> the long line of. Bars. He really is fantastic at doing murders, though. If you got if you got to hand the guy a, a bit of praise, I mean, he's he'll kill a young girl and a get away with it too. You know, he, he's yeah, he's very much like a, a Patrick Bateman. He's uh, he's got the bags yes. and the tarps and the the nail guns. He's he's got a, yeah, yeah. He doesn't he doesn't 
He doesn't, uh, uh, what's it called when the rap guys go out without the gun? Then he doesn't roll naked. Right. He, you know I mean? and, and he, he runs a tight ship like his accomplices. They don't give him up. Yeah. And, and that's at nice. some point, you got to yeah. think, Ed, tell me if I'm wrong here, but uh, your entourage is the one that slips because once you get in the, in the felony talk, violent murders, that, that's an expensive uh, tab to cover up. That's right. You know ask, what I mean? Ask Ray Lewis. As, gotta, as, as Ben Franklin said. Three people can keep a secret as long as two of them are dead. Amen, brother. Amen. That's the fucking truth. So uh, on on the ship, how are the shows on? Oh, they're fucking amazing. The do you do you have to do? Are there like certain days you do a clean show, a dirty show? Like how do, how does it work? How does it affect your comedy? Yeah. And are you uh, able to uh, develop new material working the ships? Absolutely. Yes to all counts. <laughs> I plead yeah. guilty. Yes. Yes, I can. Uh, the way it works is we do their Vegas style shows. So it's just uh, a host runs up, says, Hey, how you doing? Uh, exits are that way. Shitters are that way. Please buy a drink. Please welcome your comic. Right. Right. And then I go up and do a 30 minute show. Uh, I do on a cruise. I'll do five 30 minute shows, uh, three adult shows, which are completely regular club act, yeah. uh, dirty as you want to be. Nothing's really taboo. And you still got to watch your ass because, you know, one angry person can get an email thread going for about 10 days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of a lot of reply to group in that one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, two of two of the of the five are family friendly. Uh, they technically call them just clean comedy PG shows, but it's the Wild West out there and people will send the entire front row of eight year old kids. It's uh, a live version of kids say the most fucked up things. <laughs> Uh, and those you just get through. You try to get through without saying a bad word. Plus, at, at, by the end of the cruise, you have a good group of about 50 people who love your adult show and just want to come see how you do a, a family show. Because once they've seen your dark side at night, they're like, oh, I got to see how you do this at 730 with the balloon animal guy in the room. Right. So, so you've you've indoctrinated them already. Oh, yeah. They're yeah, already they come, fans. And then you're doing inside jokes. Because I learned inside jokes uh, are technically clean as long sure. as you don't explain what the dirty part is. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're talking yeah. in code. It's like you can, I'm, it is not illegal for me to call my friend Daryl and ask him for $40 worth of lettuce. <laughs> that in and of itself is not. Right. <laughs> that is right? a clean so joke. Yes. I, I can make callbacks to my dirty show in the, in the family show because on its face value, it's not dirty. People aren't going to get, if you get it, you can't be offended by it. Does that make sense? Totally get right. it. Yeah. Well, if, if you're in on the joke, if you even know why it's a joke. You can't be uh, all butthurt. Anyway, yeah. uh, but it's uh, it is very artistically uh, fulfilling. It's, I do two and a half hours worth of material uh, per cruise because each one of my shows are totally different. I pretty much pick up where I leave off. Yeah, you know, uh, which is great. Uh, when I first started, I thought because you work at a comedy club, you do a show, those people leave, and that's the end of the night. Yeah, and then you can do the same show the next one. Oh and, yeah, we, you, you know, if you got if you're out at sea and the same people are coming night after night, you need to work. You pick up where you left off, right? Yeah. You end up having the same crowd. If you have a good first show, they'll come and reseat themselves in the same spots. Even uh-huh, I love that trained like fucking like uh, pound puppies. <laughs> they know where to go stand to get on the bowl every time they uh, they come back to a show. So you and and I didn't think you could interlace callbacks through all of them. I was like, there's no way it'd be a different yeah. crowd. I do it. So I just basically just like I'm doing a 90 minute set with two intermissions. Outstanding. Oh, that and sounds I awesome. I'm, you're I, not skin stuff all the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. trying out new stuff. I've, I've learned now uh, how to work. I don't get, I don't do a lot of open mics and stuff like that. The, you know, what I call a notebook show where you just walk up there with a notepad and oh, let's see if this works. Right. 
you know, that's that's basically just that's all like cupping under your balls and farting and then really bringing it up to your face real quick. That's that's really what what open mics are. Uh, so I just if I got I know how to write something all the way to a third draft before I try it in public. So I'll, I'll slip it in between jokes. I already know work. <laughs> and it's like little jabs. If those don't land, fucking I'm out. I yeah. know where the ripcord is. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to figure out because every gig's a paying gig. You have to, you have to figure out how to work on your new material while, while doing your stuff that works. Uh, well, good to have you on. You're definitely, you, you, you haven't sold. I certainly will still never go on a cruise, but. Oh, it's fun, man. It's totally fun. Don't ever rent a scooter, though. They'll, they'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, guys. It. It's horrible traffic laws. You're going to rent a scooter of, of questionable maintenance. If you're lucky, it's just an identity uh, a theft a threat. Right. That, that's, that's, the, that's the best case. Worst case is you get hit, and now you're in a third world country's hospital. And oh, with no. a guy who couldn't get out of that medical, oh. medical school. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yes. Good ones are up here selling pot in Denver. Right. He's a guy actually to stay and work at the ER. Ed, add the scooter thing to my list of cruise eventualities. I didn't, mm-hmm. I hadn't well, thought yeah, about that one. Never thought about that aspect. No, no, me yeah, But the, the reality is, I, me. I'm not, I'm not going on. No, me either. Um, God, it's fun, man. It's fun. Guys, I'm still, I'm still reeling. I, I, I'm seriously affected by the death of Prince. Where, was anybody ready for that? Um, you know, it wasn't as inevitable as like Michael Jackson, but it's not, I mean, it's not shocking to see somebody that small who recently had a medical emergency go down. It's true. Well, yeah, yeah. I feel like the weight factor, right? I feel like the, the, the medical emergency was very telling and it was very sort of cryptic what happened and still is to some extent, um, and you know, when, it, whenever anybody passes tragically at a relatively young age, no matter how they go, it is still a tragedy. Uh, but yeah. he was, he was such a fucking force of nature. Like it's he, really he weird to, to picture a world without him for, for our whole lives. He's been a superstar. I mean, since we were what, five years old or yes. whatever, he's been a big deal. Um, it's weird because. I I do like Prince music. I have, you know, a handful of songs on my phone, but yeah. like I don't I don't know of any of his music in the last 25 no, years. Like no, that's we're for talking sure. a quarter century of him putting and he's right. consistently putting out stuff. And like when he was on SNL recently, like I watched cuz it was like, "Well, Prince is on." It's like, "Oh yeah, he's not going to play Purple Rain or uh or, Right. He's uh, not he's not doing anything from the 80s. But yeah, yeah it was kind of cool to just see him out there and like I saw the movie uh, purple rain like two years ago and it was it was it held up pretty well it was yeah. good disturbing yeah well, well, there's kind of an art house a guy who, it was like beating his girlfriend and all right. But, <laughs> right but like it was still it was a good movie yeah he well he he was such a fucking talent and i i had the good fortune to see him in concert one time and he you know the guy was amazing he was he danced like James Brown, every song he played was a hit. He fucking played every instrument on the stage, including, you know, baby grand piano and bass <laughs> and sax. And just the guy was fucking incredible. I uh, was at that, uh, I was at the Super Bowl. That's the only time I saw him play, yeah. but that was pretty that, awesome. That I'm was to see in the vault. I mean, the vault is the hidden treasure. I think he knew yeah. he was sick and, and knew this kind of thing was coming. And think about this band, you know, a lot of the other famous artists that passed away, they were kind of way in the public eye over, publicized paparazzi pictures every day kind of shit. So you kind of saw their fall a little bit more. 
True. Oh, Prince was already weird and reclusive and very high- private. Right. He yeah. was the weirdest. Yeah. Yeah. He was weird as shit. So you had you couldn't really pick up a you know it's not a, a big hit on the Deadpool uh, fantasy charts. No. Yeah. He didn't have those early indicators except for the flight. It, well, he got picked up in like eighty percent of the leagues as soon as the, as the yeah. <laughs> Because what did it mean when Prince? If somebody said, "Oh, Prince is acting a little weird lately," yeah, like, no that's shit. true. Yeah, he always acts weird. He was acting weird for like you know thirty-five years. Yeah. Also, he he died at home, but his home was also his studio. He lived in like Paisley Park. It looks like a fucking office building. Like that's yeah. the guy lived in an office building. That's very weird to me. He died in an elevator. Yes, and he was the only one there. Yeah. I mean, again, he's he's so little. I guess those steps were quite the chore. Like you know, when you're you're walking with like a two year old and like getting up the steps, it's 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 yes, an ordeal. It's true. I bet I bet when he was around, like his buddies, like half of them were like, maybe you should just pick him up so we can get upstairs quicker. He was. I wonder he, if that ever happened. Just hey, Prince, let me carry you, man. Yeah, let me carry you. Yeah. He yeah, was my <laughs> he like was, little smooth in the Diet Dr Pepper ads. Just, he, sweet. He, he <laughs> was five myself. foot two. In Cuban, purple? in Cuban heels, he was androgynous. He wore purple robes wherever he went. He had he had he, he had a ex- he was a Jehovah's Witness. He yeah. had an exposed chest with wispy little pubic <laughs> chest hairs, and he could fuck anybody's girlfriend if he wanted to. Yeah. Dude, all right, all right. Without how about even this? Trying. Without even trying. Yeah. How about this? You're blindfolded, okay, and uh, you're you're basically tied to a chair. Prince comes up and starts rubbing on you. You getting a boner? You know, boner for Prince. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. You I mean, I'd, l- I'd let him blow me. <laughs> That's the- I mean, it's that Prince just for the fraternity gay guy, right? There. Just for the story. <laughs> yeah. hey, man, you want to blow me, bro? Hey, <laughs> like, okay. Prince, play while my guitar gently weeps on my dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, he fought the good fight against the, the record company. He did. He kind of died on that hill. And yeah. If you talk about his music over the last 20 years, you said, you know, you see him play and it's some, oh, you used to have such great music. And now you're putting out one that's called Booty Grease. Right, yeah. Right. Introducing the this stripper sister. Okay, well, to nice. hear or, his music, you like had to buy a CD or something like there's no, he, you know, it was not yeah, easily was available. It, and if you go to like look for um, like concert footage and just stuff on YouTube, it's not there because he, he uh, enforces copyrights to such an extent. Yeah. Yeah, so and there would be, and everybody liked him, even though almost everybody who liked him would hate being around him. <laughs> that's that's probably right? true. Yeah, <laughs> this guy was like a crazy Christian, like yes. right wing, like like he was like a, you know, a nut. Yeah, he yeah. was crazy. I would, and, be, I would be and pretty. What he did to Carlos Boozer's place? Oh yeah. If it weren't a horrible Duke basketball player, I would be horrified. But right. somehow it all made sense, and I. I <laughs> I just pulled up what he did to – so he rented Carlos Boozer's place in for 90, 95 grand a month, yeah. first of all. It's a pretty That's nice a, house. And so when you rent – and I'm having – I had this problem with my renters. They painted one of my oh walls my gray. Oh, my God. And I was who like, oh, you know, who said you could do that? Well, listen to what Prince did to his place. And this is a, a you know a 95 grand a month place, yeah. which is slightly more than I'm charging for mine. Um the front gate was changed so much that Boozer drove up and down the block because he thought he was at the wrong house. <laughs> he put his logo front and center where Boozer previously had two lions. Uh, the pillars were painted purple. There was a huge purple rug on the marble stairs in the front with his logo on it. Purple rain down the driveway. Italian cream carpet was all torn out and replaced with black carpet everywhere. Mm, One guest room. 
one guest room was converted into a hair salon. And well, the well, Prince needs room, his own hair salon. And the weight room was turned into a nightclub with a disco ball. Wow. All, so, all market improvements. Yeah. Home selling. Tenant improvements. Like, yeah. Much more valuable. He's, he, Carlos Boozer should have been stoked. Whatever Carlos Boozer did or whatever Prince did to Carlos Boozer's house wasn't near as bad as whatever Pau Gasol did to Carlos Boozer every time <laughs> the Bulls would come play the Lakers because that was, that was not pretty either. Boozer has a pretty gross head too. He's tough to look at. He, yes, he's not. He's not super attractive. Uh, yeah, okay, some sharp paying there for sure. Uh, well, uh, R.I.P. Prince. It is. It's definitely one of those ones that is uh, maybe not as shocking once in retrospect, but one of those just super giants that's that's going to be the world is going to miss. Um, oh wait, before you yeah. get to the email, there, yes. there's a couple things that are not going to be on our thing that I thought you know. Just a quick take. Okay. Two major. Uh, incidents this week. One, I loved seeing how many people were up in arms defending Andrew Jackson. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> right. I did too. Yes. Like people were like really like fired up, like you can't change it. Like Andrew Jackson was a horrible guy. He was a fucking horrible. asshole. And then people they're like, well, he's a product during. of his times. Well, except for like all the people in Congress that were fighting with him, like saying, no, you shouldn't do this. Like, no, he was. He was not like universally – he was universally loved by people who were misinformed. He's, like, a, he's a terrible dude. He's a real asshole, but I will say this. I, just anybody – like you could quiz me on money and I, I'm guessing I would bat about 500 with who's on what. And you could say – like I know like George Washington is on the dollar bill. If you told me you were going to replace George Washington with somebody else, like I wouldn't be super bummed. It doesn't lessen George Washington's – uh, impact on the yeah. uh, on the formation of the United States. George right. Washington still a bad motherfucker. Like I, if he's not on the dollar bill, <laughs> my matter. feelings are not going to get hurt. I'm sure you're going to put somebody good on there. Abe Lincoln is a fantastic was a was a fantastic president. He's on the goddamn penny. The I mean, penny. Yes, he's on. Well, he's on. He's got the five, but I'm just saying the worst. Oh, nobody even likes pennies, and they love Abe Lincoln. No, we need to get rid of the penny. The penny. You know what costs more That's to make fun. a penny to mint a penny than a than a penny. We should get rid of it. Yes, fuck the penny. The penny's fucked, and that doesn't. You say Abe that, Lincoln Robert, still a badass. What? Twenty thousand years from right now, all right. Most of the Earth could be wiped away with a solar flare. Oh, our, for our, sure. All signs of our civilization oh, yeah. gone and eroded. Our our bridges will fall. Our buildings will turn to dust. I mean, the last thing they will ever find uh, when they excavate this Earth will be the American penny. That's true. And with that, we'll have Abraham Lincoln's face on it—the man who freed the slaves. That's hey. why they still make it. Is that is essentially. The most Whoa. important thing, Whoa. the longest artifact we'll ever have on this planet is the U.S. penny. There will be at least one in pristine condition somewhere in a rock formation. Did, That'll be the last thing left. John, that's heavy. Did you do a doobie before the show? Absolutely. Yeah. I, could, <laughs> I wish. I, I feel like I had set up. I got a little button here. I can mute it. and, and, and <laughs> oh, Perfect. <laughs> You know what? what, so, right, what you know what, boys? I'm gonna vape in your face. Right? Oh, do it, do it right now, buddy. There's one. There's one other thing I thought we should bring up. Did you see the incident that at I think it's at Heathrow, but some London airport? Yeah. A woman was stopped for trying to bring four gallons of breast milk. I, I did see that. I did <laughs> Damn. See that. Yeah. Like, That's, who brings four gallons of anything? Who thinks you can carry four gallons of anything? Any fluid. No shit, dude. I had to throw away like $60 worth of cologne because it was half yes. a fucking fluid ounce too much. What? Yes. Three and a half ounces. Everybody what exactly knows that. was she feeding? Yeah. Like, did, did, was she, did she have a baby, baby grizzly or like a sea otter she's feeding? Like, 
Babies don't need four gallons. Maybe, maybe it was like an Octomom situation. No, mm. I'll tell you what it is. You see, selling it to those bodybuilders. That's yeah. the new thing. That, that's, yeah, that's that is the a thing. HGH they can get, basically. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> meatheads and just chug fucking breast milk from they do. <laughs> Finally getting putting the side chicks to work, you know? Come on, girls. Right. I like if I, I were a bodybuilder, I would be, I'd be like, hey, I'm in the market for some breast milk, but I don't know. I'm concerned that you might sell me something bunk. You might, you might give me some Similac. You might, wish. you might make something that I don't, that I don't know what it is. And I only, I'm very careful about what I put into my body. So yes, I'll buy your breast milk, but you got to bring over that titty. Oh, I, from the tap. I only take, I only take my breast milk oh, no. straight from the tap. Wait, now you don't even trust a pump. I'd have to see, I'd have to see her pump it. Okay, I have so to be in this. <laughs> I have to be in the same room as the yeah, titty. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's all yellowish. It's gross. Just put, yeah, just, good. just, just put one. You could stand in the other room. Just bring the titty into this room and oh, just man. let me just, I need to make sure I need to know where that breast milk's coming from. Boys, I don't know if you know or not, Ed, but we have our fourth child in the house. Jesus right. Christ. You're amazing. Fourth. We finally made a boy though. Get your balls clipped. I, I mean, good for the yeah. boy, but geez, are you a yeah. frontiersman? Yes. Yeah, pretty much. I'm a settler. I'm a settler. Yeah. You guys are long dead and gone. Me and my boys will be planting pennies throughout the uh, rock formations of the eroded terrorscape of our post-apocalyptic life. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But so, but there's breast, breast milk in my house for the past nine years, and uh, it changes in both uh, uh, color and viscosity, much like load does. Oh, interesting! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like when the kids. Interesting. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it's 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 like you could yeah like, like wow. a, a color wheel of beige. Interesting. You know what I mean, like you're looking to really paint up a rental house. Ooh, thanks you know for the mean? thanks for the update. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, we have some emails to get to, uh, but I don't. I, I might skip a few because we we got a lot to get to, and I'll, we'll catch up on some of these emails next week. Uh, but here's here's one I definitely wanted to get to. This is from Rights of Bill. Hello, gentlemen. I wanted to add another item to the list of shaming. This is surprising me as to how much it comes up. The person that needs to be shamed is can't tell an anecdote guy. Let me try to explain while not being a hypocrite hypocrite about my anecdote. Somebody is telling you a story about how they went here, went there, and did this and that. The next part of the anecdote is about how a different person learns about the story's events. So then the storyteller will say, this person does not exist. So I ran into Bob and I tell him about what happened. I tell him, and then this monster repeats what they just told you in the context of telling Bob. So I says, I says, so I says, you did this. And then I tell him and I says, yes. Yes. They're repeating conversations. I don't have. believe this person exists. Effectively right. making their bullshit story twice as long. This oh, God. Trick. Won't someone think of the children? <laughs> Next, how about another game of Daily's Choice? Let re- well, Yes, that person needs to be ashamed, assuming they exist. I think we can all agree on I mean, that. This, yes. This is the same reason why we say keep the, uh, the voicemails and emails short. It's because most people don't know how to tell a story. <laughs> I found that one hilarious, though. Uh, okay, next. No, how- I'm saying the people he's referring to. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, n- next, how about another game of Daily's Choice? Let, re- let me remind you of the rules. Ed goes to a bar. 
is at the urinal between two people and only has time to see one person's package. Who does he pick? Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Round one, Ed. Yep. You walk in, you stand at the urinal. On your left is George Clooney. Mm-hmm. On your right, Chewbacca. Well, I'm definitely going Clooney. One, Chewie doesn't even wear pants. Clooney so, for Chewbacca. I mean, Clooney, world-class stick man. Yeah, he is. And he I'd is. love to know what he's working with. I mean, yeah. because anything would, would, would make sense to me. Oh, yeah. You know, if he was hung like an orangutan, like, I get it. But also, if he was hung like an acorn, it probably would be okay because he's so goddamn dreamy. I picture him having just like an average size cock, but just a, <laughs> a perfectly manicured quaff of gray pubes. Like, yeah. So his yeah. dick, his dick may not be huge, but it, you look at it and you go, "My God, that man has got a handsome fucking dick." Yeah, no, I, he's got it. I gotta go, Clooney too, because I don't want to see Chewbacca. I, I mean, come on, I, I, I had a, I had a Labrador when I was a kid. It's the same dick. Yeah, you know, you, you, half, it's like a pink thing that chest. it's like yeah. a pink thing that grows out. It's not like hairy. Right. I, I, I picture it being furry underwear. all the way to like the a tip. Dog rocket. Right, he doesn't wear underwear because it's under his fur. Under, yeah. under his right, chest. he just kind of That's peels what... away some fur and some. Yeah, like, think I, about I, if your dog stood up on his hind legs, where would his dick be? It'd be like, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like halfway up his chest. I, get I don't it. look at look. I don't like looking at animal genitalia. That's just yeah. not my. Nah, great, I mean, yeah, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not an aficionado, but I know where it's located. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, but, some but still, I got to go Clooney. I got to look at Clooney. I got to see his piece. Yeah, I think. I think I'm convinced too. I think George. And I'd be heartbroken if it was if he had a dinky wang. If he was, no. if he had an ugly dick or a, a bad dick, there's no way. Bad dick. I mean, just, I would. It would just ruin my. He had a lot of repeat customers, there's, so yeah, that just shows how handsome he is. Look at the if rest of him. If it's yeah. small, then he's doing great. Now, I think we can all agree, George Clooney's got a great dick. And if great you, dick. if you, either of us, any of us, hits the urinal next to Clooney at any point, we're we're due. We're bound by honor to take a look at that cock. Okay, here's another one. Yeah, yeah. you walk in. Stride up to the urinal. Mm-hmm. On your left, Michael Jackson. <laughs> On your right, Biff Tannen from Back to the Future. Oh, Who wow. is it, Ed? Anytime you get a chance to look at a guy with a spotted dick, you got to look at that yeah. one. Yeah, you got to see if that vitiligo is down there. And also, he was built, back to a little recall, he was built like Andrew Jackson. He was like one of these 6'3", 140 guys. I think he was, I don't think he was, I think he was like 5'10". I think he was, think he was no, like 5'10", no, no, no. like 115". Now, I think How about he Michael was, Jackson? He was actually yeah. tall. I think he was like decei- deceptively tall. He, he so, may like, have been. So a tall, skinny guy. Like, how does that translate? Aside from the spotted dick, that could be a weird. You know, that look might look like a piece of rope. The, the internet's the internet's got Michael Jackson at five nine. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it was, it was just a little bit taller tall. than an all two. He was so skinny. That's the thing. He was so hopelessly fucking skinny, like a ballet dancer. Yeah, that he was like five nine. One. Some people are saying five ten, uh, but he was like a hundred and five pounds. I. No matter who, there's there's very few people at the urinal whose cock you would look at before Michael Jackson. Would you guys agree? Yeah, that's a top fiver, bro. Yeah, I would think so. Only hesitation I would have about look, uh, gazing upon uh, Michael Jackson's meat is that I do not have time to get tangled up in a big court case and I have to identify it. That's true. You know what I mean? The yeah. fact that I would you know be, how be well a known associate of that dick. Yeah, that's true. Think, Good think point. of how well they got paid. 
Oh, yeah. Not just Look, a regular I'd, witness, though. I mean, I'd take I... a rough evening at the Neverland Ranch for that payout. I might. I'm not saying I would want my kids to go through it, but I'd do it. I think I think you take, take a shot from Michael well, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same oh, time, yeah. I've lived enough life I can but figure it out. I would I would never put a kid I, through it, but I, for me, yeah. I could. I would I, let you Mike. Think you could process it fine. You'd be oh yeah. All right. I would let Michael Jackson blow me for ten million dollars. <laughs> I saw. I, would. I saw that. I saw that uh, video he put out with with Magic Johnson. There's nothing that can give me more nightmares than that. No, and it's not, and it's not like he's a big, like he's a wispy little. Like if he gets too aggressive, you just flick him away. Hey, what are you doing? Get out of here and just flick him, right. and you're so and you're good. The size of the dick that scares you off of it, or just the, just the overall. Yeah, well, you go through it, and then you have Conrad Murray give you a little sleep yeah. aid. Yeah, and, you're saying if you had to do something gay for your own survival, you wanted to be a big dick. I mean, I'm not doing anything to Michael Jackson's dick. I, not for and money, even. If you're I would want that. I would want that total recall thing that, <laughs> that makes me like forget. Well, okay. no, yeah. I, I would definitely think Michael Jackson is is going to be on the take. It's not going to be his dick. It's going to be mine. No, no, he's yeah, uh, he's he's a bottom for sure. Uh, okay, here's another one. Round three, you stride in. This is kind of an easy one. You stride in to the bathroom on your left. Shaquille O'Neal, oh, on your right, Brett Favre. You've already <laughs> seen Brett Favre's yeah. meat whistle. Yeah, and Shaq, confirm it. Yeah. Shaq is one of the biggest dudes we've ever seen. I feel like Shaq's dong, no matter how big, even if it's proportional, it's going to look unimpressive. Yeah, he's so huge. He's so massive. It's There's like, no way his, his cock his, looks big. Right, if his, yeah, if he could have just, a, like, an enormous yeah. dick for a normal size human and yeah. it still looks small. That's like, the biggest dude. Like really, you're never going to come across a bigger dude than him. Independent of yeah. Shaq, it probably looks massive, but attached to Shaq, it couldn't look massive because the rest of Shaq is so huge. I don't know. Massive and, man with a proportional dick is still pretty frightening. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, agree with that. Too, it's going to be up at your shoulder. Yeah. I got a better, I got a better uh, question for Shaq. Who is less funny, Shaq or Ron Jeremy? Ooh. Oh. I'm going to go with Shaq on that. Because they both are really unfunny and yet have kind of carved out this funny man role they for themselves. They think they're hilarious, yeah. I'm staring at Shaq right now. He loves, he loves the TNT craft table. Oh, yeah, he does. He, he, he'll eat. Oh, yeah. That guy will eat. He's a handful of cookies every time he walks by. Like he palms them, you know what I mean? Just oh, like yeah. picking up chips Stack. at the table. Just well, yeah, he's got a huge hand. It's like, it's like Andre the Giant would drink 120 beers and 12 bottles of wine at a sitting and be fine because he's massive. Same with Shaq. Shaq. When Shaq eats Chips Ahoy, he gets the whole sleeve. Yeah, he does He does a sleeve at a time. He does a sleeve yeah. like we do one or two. Okay. Uh, excellent email. Writes a bill. Thank you very much for reaching out. Uh, okay, Ed. Yeah. We'll skip the voicemail too. We're yep. just we're having fun here. We'll we'll catch up on a bunch of this stuff next week. Uh, Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Uh, and I, this is sports related. Tell me what is happening with has been rapper Ludacris. Okay, well, so in the era of these ramped up spring games, which are always terrible, by the way, and I know like there are people that are like all fired up by their teams. But even if you're the biggest college football fan and I watch shitloads of college football, the spring games are terrible. I, I was at a bar, I don't know, a month ago and the, and the Alabama, the Bama 
Spring Game was on TV. Oh, yeah. have, have, how, have these things always been televised? I don't remember yeah, seeing these on TV I, before. I would say for a good six, seven years. This oh has become – but like, yeah, Michigan does a whole thing. It, it's But they're always poorly played because like you're trying out new guys. You're trying out you, – you know, you're doing bland playbook. Like it's it's sloppy. It's a terrible game. The same way I can't watch a Pro Bowl because football oh, yeah. is a great fo- – football is an amazing sport. And it is performed by amazing athletes and professionals. Totally and agree. When played at 100% uh, uh, output, it is one of the most entertaining products on earth. At a 90% output, it is fucking irritating as fuck, and I can't stand it. Yeah. So even less a spring practice, which is essentially no. football's version of, of a, a jack-off video at the gym. Yes. You're not even, there's no opponent. No. You're beating up on yourself. You're just yeah. you see, oh, And also, just, you can't hit the quarterback. Practice. Like, everything yeah. is Everything is different. It's You're all on the same rally. team. It's stupid. So anyway, yes, so tell me. Georgia's trying to build – University of Georgia was trying to build some buzz, and so they needed a big name, and they got ATL rapper Ludacris. Now, it was what, for cornerback? It was for a 15-minute performance before the game. So you'd expect Ludacris' demands would be slightly less excessive. Well, because uh, UGA is a public university – uh, a couple of websites got a hold of the particulars of his contract. And so this is, this, is, this is the compensation. Ludacris was contracted to perform at Georgia's spring game. Now, is this right. a public show? Is this like to the stadium or? Yeah. yeah like I, the... I, I mean, I think like 100 people, 100,000 people showed okay. up. Like, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so this is what you're telling us right now is what he got now, to perform. Minutes. Okay. For a 15 now, minute set. What what what's the what's the money he gets? Just just the actual cash. I would say, fifteen minutes, fifteen grand, a thousand bucks a minute. And he's from Atlanta. Like I, I don't. I'm not lives exactly there. sure Athens is, but like maybe an hour, something like that. Yeah. Like it's it's a pretty easy gig for him. I'm saying that's Chopper a ride. Fifteen grand plus he's got to chip off his people. I'm saying tops seventeen five. They're selling tickets. That's at least forty, fifty thousand. Whoa, sixty-five grand. Holy shit! Forty-three, thirty-three a minute. Okay, but wow. then they go long got, though. Then we got the rider. <laughs> we got the rider. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, is he rider dirty? These are his demands. I'll try to go quick because there are a lot of them. All right, one loaf of bread, whole grain with most amount of grains. Organic <laughs> peanut butter. Oh, like Ezekiel bread. That's good bread. Oh, if yeah. you're going to do bread, that's good bread. Uh, organic peanut butter, creamy only. Organic peanut, peanut butter sucks. Uh, organic yeah. jelly, strawberry or grape only. I jelly, mean, I don't, so I, much sugar. Does, does anyone use anything but strawberry or grape? Like, for a, I assume he wants PB&Js. Why? What else, what are you gonna get? Apricot? I, I, yeah, I don't make like, I don't make many PBJs, but when I do, I do grape. them. With, I like grape. Yeah. yeah, I like I rock the strawberry, the raspberry. Raspberry is the extra. that's also good. That's, that's also a, good. That's a baller move right there. But yeah. I was gonna ask Ludacris. I can't remember. Is does he a, is he a grill guy? Does he have the grill in? Does he a, does he have the front? He, I, don't I don't think it, think always he has in the past. But I don't I don't think that's okay. Because if you if you got a lot of uh if you got a lot of grill work in the crew, uh, you can't be eating fucking beef jerky and shit like that. Well, maybe. Well, yeah, hold organic on. Organic peanut butter is not going to go through. Hold that on. Shit. Maybe maybe the rider continues, and maybe there's a water pick on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Candies assorted, oh. i.e., Snickers, M and M's, Jolly Ranchers, etc. He's so particular, and then he's just saying, I don't know. Like candies, and yeah. then he gives like just random 
I mean, Probably you're either in the mood for a Snickers or you're in the mood for Jolly Ranchers. Those That's are true. two different things. Well, it's de- well, it's like the whole sweet and salt. You can go back and forth. Like one thing's chocolate, one thing's hard candy. Jolly Ranchers a bullshit candy though. Put that in the fucking really now is. and later. It takes, takes a lot of work. Takes a, lot a lot of fucking of work. Sugar man, it's like a fucking rock. Gets all uh-huh. stuck in your crowns in the back. Like just fuck Jolly Ranchers. I'll come right out and say it. I, I you know me, I hate gum. I, I hate Jolly Ranchers equally. Continue it. Better, yeah, um, better flavors, better flavors possible. Yeah. One box of green tea, Tazo, with condiments, i.e. lemon, organic honey, sugar. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. That's right. right. Yeah, that's standard tea setup. Got to take care of his instrument. Makes sense. Yeah. Nag Champa incense. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I need something Champa. to cover the weed smell. That's weed smell, yep. Yeah. Good point. Box of fruit roll-ups. Whoa. Box. Back fruit to the roll-ups? It's for the kids. Some people bring their kids. Mint Listerine. All right. Mm-hmm. Washing them out. It's a baller move. It's okay. the, for the weed this also. Is a, still a 15-minute concert. Uh, six Hanes large white T-shirts. <laughs> How many shirts is he going through? Yeah. I mean, it, it, gets, it gets hot in Georgia, but that it seems does. like, I mean, he's not Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Yeah, you need a good wicking undershirt. Also, also, you you don't want the shirts fresh out of the package. They need to be laundered or they're going to have those lines. Yeah, I hate that. Line, and also, it'll be a little itchy. Yeah, I like yeah. I like to wear it in a little bit. Same here. Thank you. One one crest spin rechargeable toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that uh, takes bottle, care of his teeth. Now you obviously need paste. One bottle of crest toothpaste. Then you know you think he's cleaned his mouth. No, two large bags of chips, plain and barbecue. Oh, wow. not to be, I hope he's not using all these in this order because he just had a lot of drinks and a lot of candy. Yeah. Now he's going back. To, now he's going to the salt. One yeah. fresh yeah. or no unsalted almonds. Mm-hmm. One well, fresh, very healthy. One fresh, unsalted trail mix. Four Greek strained yogurts, mixed flavors. Oh my god! One case of low sodium V8 juices. So he wants low sodium, but he just had him give him two bags of chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. Uh, um, Doesn't he realize he's his own worst enemy? Yeah. Okay. okay. Two Joe Malone candles, gardenia scent. <laughs> He's looking. Wait, now I got to stop by Bed Bath and Beyond on this fucking yeah. rider trip. Joe Malone's yeah, a high end candle brand. This isn't like just stop by Target. There's yeah. enough going. Uh-uh. Oh, One fuck. bottle of Eucerin lotion, original. Oh, Eucerin. Yeah, that's, that's a good. Booty hole. Yeah, yeah. You, can, mm-hmm. you tear that open. You mm-hmm. tours over. Yeah. Now a can of almonds. He already had the other unsalted. Unsalted. So now he wants Wait, a can. Bag of and a can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Similar almonds. Wow. Yeah. He wants the belt and suspenders of almonds. Uh, <laughs> one bar of Dove soap. Uh, he doesn't want to get ashy. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. five washcloths. Mm. Yeah. And, and only and six the shirts. Lamsutta from Bed Bath and Beyond. So he is specifying. I need you to go to Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Five yeah. drying towels. Also yeah. Lamsutta. Two bottles of Belvedere vodka. Two Ooh. bottles of Conjure cognac. Now we two bottles of. Two bottles of Patron silver. Two packs of AA batteries, two packs of AAA batteries, two lighters, one bottle of red wine, Francis Ford Coppola, Merlot, or Cabernet. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> one bottle of white wine, one Santa Margarita, Pinot or Sauvignon Blanc, a gallon of Tropicana orange juice, a gallon of cranberry juice, two cases of chilled Fiji water, 500 milliliters, of course. Damn, a case. Eight- a case of Nico coconut water, two cases of Snapple, raspberry, kiwi, strawberry, grape aid, assorted, two cases of lemon lime Gatorade, 12 assorted Minute Maid juice boxes, again, back to the kids, I guess, one hairbrush, uh, 
parentheses with bristles, comma, African American. That's right. That's nice. One small secret deodorant, one mm-hmm. iron and ironing board, and like, for, those, wait, 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 for those Hanes t shirts. Do they get to keep the iron and the ironing board? Yeah, it's or a good question. Available Here, what to do you use? do with an ironing board? Well, he's got he's gonna take those shirts out of the package and they're gonna have those lines in them, those that's, creases. That's exactly and it. And exactly for our final, a box of Trojan Magnum condoms. There we go. Parentheses oh. ecstasy. Oh, now, guys. Damn. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Damn. Two All questions. right. Yes, let's hear it, Ed. Considering he's there for one performance, why the rechargeable toothbrush? And two is asking for a box of Magnum condoms the best move ever. Totally, that's that's I, my move. Even I just if you don't be clear, they're going right? to fuck in here. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's the condom thing is just to let people know. He's like reminder, guys. I'm ludicrous. I'm sort of famous. I was a rapper. Now I'm in the Fast and the Furious mo- movies, and at <laughs> any given moment, I need to be ready to fuck. Yeah. yeah. You got to have my back. Yeah. And I got a big ass dick. That's yeah. same reason I carry Magnum condoms. <clears throat> I carry them with me, not because I need them, because that would be like using a hefty bag to hold a gherkin. Like hammer. <laughs> of course. I can't, I bring them with me because I just want the rumor. And people, ah, oh, Beckner, see, Magnum condoms. Yeah. Beckner was here with that big ass dick of his. See, mm-hmm. he's left, he left those Magnum condoms again. Hey, Beckner's he's coming in. He's here's his rider. He needs those Magnum condoms for that big ass cock he's got. Yeah. Well, you know what you got to do though is you have to open them and throw the wrappers on the floor when you leave. You yeah. can't just can't just pocket them and run. You have to So I would I would basically uh, store my dirty socks. I don't want to stink up the rest of my carry-on bag. Yeah. Just shove them right down the, the, the Magnum. <laughs> stage stage the crime scene so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, you definitely got to you got to Load one up right. and sling it up against the wall. Like it came <laughs> off in a in a pit crew switch out. You know it's I mean? it's good to be Luda. Sixty five grand yeah. plus like another twelve hundred bucks worth of items yeah. for, <laughs> for a fifteen minute show. Dude, that is a that is a two trailer trip to Costco. Yeah, I'll say. Wow. Why, why recharge the? I mean, you could no. say I, I want a toothbrush, but. Why recharge? You're not. You're clearly going to do this at the next stop. He's got a certain kind that he likes, though. He I likes that weight, kind. The weight in your hand feels different. You know what I mean? Like a different a disposable razor and a regular razor. Yes. You know what I mean? Totally. The 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 the, the use and throw away one. Just the spin, oh. the power. He knows what's up. You got to get. If you don't have the right counterweight. Sorry. Yeah. Sp- okay. Speaking of. Uh, spring, we like to keep people abreast of what's going on in spring football. We also like to tell people what's going up in the what's going on in the Canadian prep hoop world. Ed, yeah, important. You got an update there? Well, Catholic Central High School, uh, their six foot nine inch center Jonathan Nicola dominated the Windsor Windsor Ontario hoop scene this past season. He dominated so much his coach made a highlight tape to send out to <laughs> scouts and recruiters. <laughs> The only problem with the Sudanese refugee who was living with his coach is that he's not exactly high school age. In fact, he is 30 years old. (laughs) He has since been arrested for violating the Immigration Refugee Protection Act. Now, guys, what do you think gave it away for Jonathan? Was it his widow's peak or was his constant references to the movie Mean Girls and the group Hoobastank? Yeah. 
I think it was probably the uh, half a pack of cools he smoked in class every day. <laughs> he had a uh, 75 uh, GTO. That was also a, a giveaway. Yeah, maybe, maybe his after school job as a mason, mm-hmm. hang, hanging out with the guys from the job site. Yeah. <laughs> First big clue is that he didn't have a smartphone. Guy has a widow's peak. <laughs> flip, flip phone. Yeah. He's got a bag phone. He's Sudanese. I like that his name's Nicola, which is a girl's name, but, (laughs) but, you know, I don't know how they do it in Sudan, but I picture, I picture there being some sort of like giveaways, particularly in the locker room. Like the other guys on the team had to be like, Hey, is it, is it just me or does Nicola over there have a huge cock? Yeah. It's like a tree swing. What are we (laughs) tubing down the river? The guy's Damn, got the guy's got man parts, <laughs> and I, this has happened before. And these guys get in trouble because they partake in all the fruits of high school. So we're oh gonna, yeah yeah yeah, like put you on Jump Street. They're fucking banging sixteen year olds. Right, they're going <laughs> they're, deep cover, bro. Yeah, they're going yeah, out like, like they're going out like Greco and doing more than holding hands at Inspiration Point. Uh, we need right. to know if Nicola got any high school chicks. Oh my God! Or or did he stay true to his five or six wives back home in the su- <laughs> in southern Sudan? <laughs> maybe that's maybe, maybe that's why he was here going to high school because he want he wanted to bring one home to the harem. Oh. Hey, hey, that's a that's a mighty big cock fella. Uh, hey, would you would you mind staying away from my girlfriend? Eh? <laughs> that thing's as big around as a Labatt's bottle, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Careful with that, Nicola. <laughs> hey, Nicola, <Holy> shit. <laughs> hey, uh, could you uh, do me a favor and keep your uh, Canadian bacon uh, <laughs> a, uh, away from my gal? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 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 this is one of those, like, what was the end game? Did he think he was going yeah. to the NBA? He didn't need to go to high school. He could probably get a tryout with the D-League team. Like, what? what what's the end game? You ruined the go- scam with letting the coach make the film and call yes. the paper. I'd be like, nah. Sh- and if you... If you're going to go through all that trouble, wouldn't you want to dominate like the Indiana hoop scene? What, what I mean, what's the yes. fun in being in Ontario? Is it is it like, at least expect it? Is Ontario <laughs> is Canadian um is Canadian basketball, you know how Canadian football they don't have enough players so they play like 8 on 8? Is is Canadian basketball like 3 on 3? Was yeah, it just three three. like him and two guys in flannel shirts that just thrown it into him in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Hey. So they play hey, half- uh I tell you what. Hey, if uh, if you hit three three pointers today, I'll, I'll buy you a lumberjack breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to Tim Hortons, eh? Yeah, I'll get you some Timbits. Uh, okay, guys, there is there's a simple fact that no one will deny, and that is that millennials oh. are the absolute worst human beings on the planet. Case in point. The hottest new trend amongst millennials, juice crawls. No. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. In New York City, where Ed and many of the world's worst people reside, <laughs> adults in their 20s and 30s are now paying 15 to $50 to spend their evenings sampling juices from various shops in Manhattan. Oh, geez. That's right, this guys. Is- all of the panic travel of a pub crawl without the benefits of alcohol? Yes. 
So much for getting drunk and finding a willing partner with equally engorged genitals to wake up to next to in a deep pool of palpable emotional regret. Young adults these days would rather drink juice. Yeah. Quote, it's better without booze because you're using your natural life force energy. And I think that's so important. One attendee told the tabloid, your inner five-year-old gets to come out and have a mother freaking blast. Guys, do we need to fund a Kickstarter so Ed Daly can attend one of these and kick all these (laughs) millennials squarely in the dick? There's no way I would, there's nothing. It would have to be an obscene amount of money because just think about the, the beauty of bar crawls when you're younger is it's like, you know, it's like summer league basketball. You can work on your game. You don't have yeah. to. You right. Like, and you're just moving on and you don't Short have to. Short periods help you. If you're sober and you're just spending the day like with the same people, you, you are signing up for a day of chit chat, of, of just small talk. I'm, I mean, you might as well just take a job as a cashier. You're going to get the same amount out of it. What's what's the end game? Like the the whole point of the pub crawl is it's it's like the the first wave of the Iraq War, Desert Storm. You got to soften up the defenses. Sure, you're, sure. You're you're hitting the pub to loosen things up a little bit to get to get people in the right frame of mind. If you're if you're drinking juice, everybody's all hopped up on sugar. People want to go run it off or something, go to the gym. Right. Like I could see people like, all right, let's blow off this crawl. Let's go for a, a nice 10K. Yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's do some, let's do some burpees. Yeah. You know what, bros? You guys like CrossFit? Yeah. Let's fucking, yeah. let's, let's wad out here at the park, bro. Uh, wad hey, out. After this, after this thing is over, you want to go, go for a ride on my hoverboard and talk about Fuck unrealistic yeah. political policies? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Only if I can play guitar while you do it. <laughs> and how many kind of, kinds of juice are there? Like, yeah. right. Oh. Like, give me orange. Orange. And then, like, all right, I'll take some pineapple. Yeah. Pi- oh, pineapple's good. Uh, you know, I mean, yep. it, it, Pineapple. If you added vodka to every single shot, this might be fun. It'd be better, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if they gave you the, the shot and you just floated half a shot of vodka on top of it, I think it'd be fucking amazing. Like, oh, what is that, a ginger root? I mean, <laughs> a- af- after you, after a while, you're hitting the beet, wheatgrass. Oh, yeah, you're getting some nasty shit. Like, rhubarb, like, mm-hmm. celery. Right. By, by stop Charred. number three, you've run out of palatable juices. Charred. Kale. Yeah. Oh yeah, like oh, no good. Okay. Uh, it. But so, it, but is, yeah. is not the point of the pub crawl to socialize and to yes. and to and to splinter off and fuck and that kind of the idea, right? Uh, yeah. That's, well, the, the, that's the one good thing about the juice crawl is that it weeds out. You know, it's not pe- it's people you don't want to be around. So, like, what scene is doing this? What what group of people? What what group of amateur? You know, I'm sorry, are app developers. In, uh, yeah. in Brooklyn that yeah. need to have organize some sort of weird concoction to socialize with each other. I mean, is the Big Bang Theory accurate? Is there thousands of fucking dudes like that all over this world that I, th- I don't appreciate? I, I think they're out there and they're all drinking juice. Am I, a, am I an alpha beta? Am I, am I ogre? <laughs> in yeah. The world yeah. of nerd. Yes. You know what? If they're, if they're going to be in ju- into juice crawls, then we all should be. Yeah. To, yeah. We should all be alpha betas. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Welcome. Finally, yeah, just growth. spend spend a weekend going finding the juice crawls in your local <laughs> check 
Craigslist or yeah. wherever they make these postings that that they're going to have a juice crawl meetup and yeah. show up and kick a few millennials in the dick. Google, <laughs> they're the worst. The my, worst thing I can do today. Yeah. My I, buddy uh, sent me like a like a video the other day. He was in the park. And there were a group of millennials playing one of those weird games that it really oh, no. hasn't been formed yet. Like it's a hybrid of all the it's it's essentially ultimate frisbee of for twenty sixteen. Like one of these bullshit games with a ball and you're not sure what they're doing. Is it are they playing <sighs> are they playing the thing that Harry Potter plays? Uh, maybe that was it. But like he just showed Quit me a it video of a bunch of people running around with a ball and I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Did they is. did they have long sticks with hoops on the end? You know what? I dry heave before I really check it out. <laughs> okay, guys, it is time. But the mall actually was where all the Molly was hidden. Oh, so oh that's good what point. They were, well, they were chasing. Yeah, then they might be kind of cool, but these don't yeah. sound like cool millennials. Uh, okay, John Wesling, hang yes. out. It is time. It is time for the pop culture portion of the show. This is where we bring on everyone's favorite pop culture correspondent, our very own fancy sauce to explain everything that's happening in the world of celebrity news, gossip, whatever's happening out there. She joins us now. Fancy sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Right. Hey, Fancy. Eddie, John. Yeah, say hi to say hi to John Wesling. Hey John Wesling. Kate, what is happening in the world of pop culture? What do we need to know about? All right. Well, you've probably already talked about this, but for whatever reason, celebrities often seem to die in threes. Yeah. And this last grouping inclu- includes wrestler China. Oh, celebrity. I mean, I yeah, so. I mean, she'd yes. be thrilled People to know, know she she's is. still a celebrity. I don't, I don't, I, and thoughts and prayers, RIP. We'll to- talk about them separately. Okay. The group All right. is okay. China, Doris Roberts, and now tragically the purple one, Prince, yes. is no longer. I mean, Doris Roberts was 90 years old. That's okay. That's, she's that's a celebrity. Like, that's like Mickey Rooney this died. You know the, what I would say would the be, should be in the three, yeah. even though she wasn't a celebrity? Ooh. Patton Oswalt's wife. Oh, that was oh. awful. Oh, wait. not a celebrity, like, there's but there's a guy who's like very lovable. That made me like, really, really, really awful. sad. Pat Patton Oswalt is one of those people that he can just absolutely do no wrong in my book. Everything he does, I fucking love. Yeah, I, fu- he's super I find talented. him hilarious. Mm-hmm. He talks about I this nerd. Like he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, he talks about this nerdy comic book shit, shit that I have no interest in, and I'm and suddenly I'm just totally compelled to listen and interested in what he yeah. has to say. He he's he's so fucking funny. His stand up is amazing. Um, yeah. that, that was a, that was a terrible, Sad terrible tragedy. Yeah. Um, way, way to bring the show down, Ed. Yeah. Good point. She, she was crazy old. Um, Ch- Ch- yes. China's death is being investigated as a possible OD. Yeah. Um, apparently she was set to appear on the show intervention prior to her death. She was only 45, 45 years old. Is that the Dr. Drew show? No. Yeah. It's the really uh, depressing one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she was on Ed. Like, Ed, Ed, am I am I correct? You hate Doctor Drew, right? Well, I I just think <laughs> you know anybody who's who's trying to treat people on TV right. is a complete asshole. Bad guy. <laughs> uh, I didn't know. I'm, I don't. I don't follow wrestling because I'm an adult. But I did have yeah, the misfortune. <laughs> I did have the misfortune to um, see some nudes of China yeah. at one point. <laughs> And she did Playboy and she had, she had obviously been on some testosterone for a while because she had some massive genitals. 
She had Clooney's dick. Yes, she had. <laughs> really? She had, she had a, a well-weathered saddle-looking dick. Her, yeah, I, her, I think we saw so what Chewbacca looks like. Yes. Her, her clitoris Ugh. appeared oh. to be, it looked like a, a oh. six-year-old's penis. <laughs> Oh, yes. It looks like a baby's arm holding an apple. I've right. never seen right. anything like that. But thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Man, I tell you, you ever, you ever watched Ren and Stimpy? Yeah, of course. Remember whenever they would zoom in on a weird art piece, like from oh, look at the toenail. <laughs> yes, and it would yes. Zoom in. She naked looked like she was drawn by I think John Crickfalusi. Yes, that is <laughs> that, that is Rat Fink art style. Excellent, <laughs> excellent analogy. She seemed to be have a sad life, and that's awful. And you don't want anybody to overdose on drugs. Right. But again, she didn't exist in a realm that I participated in so i didn't know one fucking thing about her except that i saw her in playboy and it was very disturbing (laughs) not my thing her whole thing was being disturbing you know i don't yeah yeah no i get it i get what you're saying Um, Uh, what else kate that's a hard 45 yeah doris roberts as you mentioned was 90 died of natural causes she had a good run i would have guessed 55 yeah she yeah not yeah i wasn't a raymond but she was one of these ladies that you saw in lots of stuff she was the grandma in Christmas Vacation. Yes. Uh-huh. Seen her a million times. Yes, yeah. she's, yeah. She was awesome. She I had, never saw Raymond, I but her. yeah, I she, knew. She had a good long run. Good for her. She had a great run. She had a great yeah. history. You know, that. I think that's one. That's the way you really want to die, right? Never mind in your sleep or yeah. any of that other shit, but just at an appropriate age where you get basically the slow clap and the good yeah. job, and it's you, not yeah. really like all that sad. It's like, all right, you hey. Get, it was just her time. You get, yeah, right. And you she get, her she had a good run. Time you get to 90 and you're still vital as shit. You know, it didn't seem like she had any bad years. So that's way to go out. That's slow and, and to, to bring it back to Patton Oswald, he said, if you reach Fuck 90, man. Oh my God, Ed. if you God, reach yeah. 90, you're, you should be allowed, you're, you're allowed to steal anything that you can carry in your arms. <laughs> totally agree. I totally agree. Totally agree. Yes. Like that's if you're what, 90, you just walk in a store and you can just grab things and you, you don't get arrested. Yeah. 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 Who's going to tell you, no, you're fucking 90. That's true. Nine zero. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not more. Uh, extreme elderly people committing like serious capital crimes because what's life in prison? Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. I'll die at your place. Yeah. Great point. What else, Kate? Um, And you probably already talked about Prince's demise, but he was found dead in an elevator of his Paisley Park studio. Cause of death still unknown, but um, days prior to his death, his plane had to make an emergency landing after he was unresponsive. Sounds like he needed a hot shot. Did they say yeah. what? Did they say what that was? Uh, it's been reported that he was he OD'd. OD'd, yeah. yeah. Um, sources close to Prince claim that he had a substantial um, problem with um, Percocet and cocaine for at least a decade. Wow. Um, and investigators are focusing on the role that painkillers apparently played in his death. Well, m- maybe, and thoughts and prayers to Prince and his mm-hmm. family. But maybe this will be what it takes to get some focus on the opiate epidemic in this yeah. country. Like if opiates killed fucking Prince, like in how the, about we do something about these fucking opiates? Right. Like in the same way that, um, when all those kids at Sandy Hook got shot, like we really, yeah. Oh, okay. Good point. Down. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Happen. Yeah. All right. Next story. Okay. Yes. Oh, Could, oh by the way, if yeah. you're in entertainment in America and you're black and you haven't been on CNN to talk about how Prince's death affected you, uh, <laughs> You really need to take a long yeah. look into getting a new publicist because at this point, 
<laughs> I mean, they are they are digging deep. Yeah, they're, they're they're asking Alfonso Ribeiro what he what he thinks. <laughs> the, right. the black guy from Mission Impossible. Aside Manny from, Ramirez from the Red Sox on talk about that one time Prince <laughs> passed him in the hallway. Aside from like black entertainers, how where are you guys at on people on Facebook all having their Prince story? Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I are you okay with it or I, my biggest problem when Bowie died is there were a ton of people like Bowie is Prince was famous like yeah. even last year. Right. Yeah. Bowie was was more of like people really loved him in the 70s and and like mm-hmm. there were 25 year olds who were trying to pretend they had a connection. Prince was still famous. Yeah. And I get oh, it. Yeah. It's, it's people like people tr- just it's it's a part of their childhood that that is lost. And like I I you know. I think it makes sense why people. And he was such an enigma. Like if you had a personal experience with Prince, mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah. Like if you met fucking Prince. All right. So you guys are. Anti- I want to know about well, it. All right. Yeah. You got to forgive me. I'm a bit of a, a, a skeptic. You know what I mean? I'd like a lot of these bullshit stories that independently verified. Yeah. You know, I, like some I, I think someone's right. going to come out and they're going to start disputing them because everyone's got a story. Like it's like Jesus just appeared to him and, you know, Prince invited us backstage. We got to hang out and he listened to my story and I talked about and I looked at the guitar and he told me I was special and yeah. gifted and I was the only one. Thank you very much. I love you, Prince. I'm like what? what the fuck? No one ever saw that. What is that bull? I do like I do like the stories like Gina Gershon and I think Nia Long both had stories where Prince was basically like, hey, I want to fuck you. <laughs> but yeah. in his Prince way right. where he's Can like, I buy you a cocktail? yeah, how let great, me buy you. How great is Susanna Hoffs. I mean, he he wanted to fuck the hot chick from the Bengals, so he's like, "Okay, how about this? I'm gonna write Manic Monday for right. you guys because yeah. uh-huh. I want to have sex with you." And uh-huh. then it turns out to be pretty much the only song you can think of that they played. Right? So did she have yeah. the sex with him? Yeah, did she bang him? Of course she did. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah, well, I haven't seen any verification, but of course, I was yeah, so whatever. into her when I was 12 years old. Well, those girls yeah. tell the story about how uh, Prince tried to have sex with them. They always leave out the best part of the story, and that's when Prince has sex with them. Yes, exactly. That's, that's <laughs> pretty exactly. much. Yeah, yeah they, they, not, they go to commercial before they get down to the real If part. I had sex with Prince, it would literally hit, be the only the story hit, I'd ever uh, tell. Uh, of course. Kim Basinger yes. in her prime, he hit everyone. Yeah. He, yeah. That was Kim Basinger throwing her fucking absolute fastball like she was one of the most beautiful women right. in the she world and he's like i think i'll fuck her and then he's five <laughs> two and from asked. minnesota and she's like yeah of course let's do it right so if he's hitting her in her prime he's hitting yeah everyone. yeah i'm he just did gonna go on the record i, I oh never understood the sex appeal yeah he was he wasn't your thing no no i don't i i, I, I don't, really don't know get if it really was anybody's yeah. thing yeah but i think you know yeah. When you're in the moment, like yeah, he's yeah. gonna look you in the eyes, and it's gonna be like one of those voodoo things. It's that right? charisma. It's like it's like it's like Jack. Nope. Nic- it's like Jack Nicholson or Will Chamberlain. It's nope. like you. They they have they have something that makes mm-hmm. you wanna. Kate, not for me. Kate, before we move on, give us your opinion. What? If you had to picture mm-hmm. George Clooney's cock, oh yeah, what 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 are you picturing? Um, like. Quality. Yeah, like I picture it kind of matching the rest of him. Yes. Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. Not not huge. Not too big. Not grossly huge. Yeah. Nice looking. But presents nicely. Gorge. Circumcised. Circumcised. Yeah. Yeah. Like nicely, like manscaped, nicely trimmed. Right. Yeah. Just like a nice appealing. He's got like a nice salt and pepper. 
um, yeah. finely quaffed pubic yeah, hairstyle, and right? I his balls aren't hanging too low. Yes. Oh, yeah. really? Uh-huh. So, you know, so everything's Clooney holding the, up the, pretty uh, well. Yeah. In the Facts of Life days. Yeah. That bush was all over the place. The yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he's trimmed. He's trimmed it up now. Uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, what I else? A, I, I'm sorry. I have a follow up yes. question. Yes. <laughs> Since the the subject has been breached. Yeah. Are there any indicators? I'm asking our, our, our lovely friend here. Yes, Kate. Are there any indicators you can, mm-hmm. just by looking at a guy, kind of get a good beat on what his dick might look like? You yeah. know what I mean? Is there, is there like, you the can feet. check out a guy's hands, face, whatever, yeah. something. <laughs> what, what, are, what, are, what are the common cock indicators? Ed, Ed wears a size 13, so he's he's packing, right? I can, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can assure you it's not the feet. I got size 13s, and I've got, I've got what, a fucking... Have, I think hands... <laughs> reg- I have a regular dick. Yeah. I go with hands I, no, I in general, dick. like... Hands, general like complexion. Oh yeah, weight, skin color, weight, stuff like that. Well, yeah, because if you're too f- fat, your yeah, yeah. cock kind of sucks up in you. Yeah, yeah. low tide effect. Right? Yeah. Hand, right, so hand, have, hand size. Have, is a- have you ever been drastically shocked expecting yeah. one thing? I mean, I won't say you don't have to speak personally, but but hypothetically, are there times when? <laughs> Guy whips you ex- it out and it's you like- expect one thing and you get a completely different look. Yeah, and that had to do with the way the person carried themselves with a lot of swagger. Very confident. Yeah, and what what and- nationality or what what ethnic uh, <laughs> breakdown? Yeah, um, Caucasian. Caucasian. D- Jewish heritage. A lot of swagger. Expecting him to be really packing. Not a, a Jewish-looking person. Right. Very Caucasian. Right. Looking. Yes. A lot of swagger, a lot of self-confidence. And when it came, when it came time for the reveal, really not matching the swagger. Very disappointing. Interesting. Shockingly. So. Okay. Wow. This is we've di- discovered a new segment on this well, show. Good might trade. be the cause of the swagger. Yeah. Well, it could go both ways. Yeah. You get the, the swagger or complex downstairs. Right. You overcompensate. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. Okay, Kate. What else is going on in the world of pop culture? Um, all right. So pedestrian, um, this guy Mario Licato was assaulted this past Saturday on the way to a show at pianos on the Lower East Side. According according to his assailant, it was because he looked like none other than Shia LaBeouf. Um, the New York born art director was apparently struck around 8 p.m. while walking up the steps at an F train station. Knocked unconscious, Licato fell to the bottom of the stairs and a couple ran to his aid. Meanwhile, his attacker boarded an incoming train. I was so confused. I was even more confused because I got up and was like, Am I crazy? Or did I hear him say, this is because you look like Shia LaBeouf. And the couple were like, nope, that's exactly what he said as he was running away from That's his. a very specific beatdown. <laughs> yeah. Like the guy's giving like an absolute reason. Why Not because he thought down. he was Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Because he looked like him. But I feel like <laughs> that, wasn't like a mistaken person. I feel thing. like that's one of those defenses where he gets he gets it is justified. He gets charged. I, I, as you know, I saw Shia LaBeouf in a movie and I... <laughs> I'm yeah. not a violent type, but I totally understand why you'd want to beat him senseless. Yeah, it's like he gets he gets to present his defense, and he stands in front of the jury, and he's like, "Look, I thought this guy was Shia LaBeouf," and everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, mm, yeah, we understand. Okay, hey, case dismissed." I think that's what it was. I think he thought it was Shia LaBeouf until he hit him, <clears throat> and then realized, "Oh shit, I just punched yeah. some dude that's yeah. not that well, looked hey, like Shia." Sorry, man. He I said- that's a, that's a bad look too. So yeah. if he's going with a Shia LaBeouf look. 
and kind of punchable, right? He clearly he clearly wants to look like Shia LaBeouf. Right. I don't think he thought it was Shia Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. He clocked him and then said, "This is because." Or right before he clocked him, he said, "This is because you look like Shia LaBeouf." Yeah. Well, he he's not standing for that. He's like, "Look, you're Mm -hmm. trying to look like Shia LaBeouf, and that's fucked up. Shia LaBeouf sucks." All right. And then he punched him. All right, but let me put this to you. Yes. Everybody has a doppelganger. <laughs> what if somebody doesn't like your doppelganger? Whoever it may be, some people think oh, it's. People say I look like Jimmy Kimmel, who's delightful. Yeah, right, he's a, he's a very likable guy. Yeah. What if someone comes and punches you? Because did you see that? There's a woman I just saw yesterday. A woman who looks just like Ted Cruz, who's getting into yes, porn. Yes, yeah, I saw her. and yeah. she really she's looks on like Ted Cruz. She really does. What was the um the uncle from the monster or the Uncle Fester. Grandpa Al I saw Lewis. like a face morph oh, yeah. between Grandpa Al Lewis, yeah. like turning into yeah. Oh, yeah. Grandpa, and yeah. it was the craziest thing. He looks more like but Grandpa Al Lewis than Grandpa, Grandpa Al Lewis. Crazy. Was likable. Yeah, Ed that's true. Monsters is a fantastic show. Okay, Kate, what else? Um, Beyonce special lemonade. Um, oh God, I'm so fucking sick of this. So <laughs> fucking sick of this. Debuted on HBO Saturday night. Wait, you married a rapper and he cheated on you? It became clear. What are the that- odds? Can okay. I, can Second I say my story? This guy cheated on his wife? <laughs> can, can I, okay. Continue, this is yes. for the listeners. Okay, give it to the listeners. All right. It became clear that Bay was mad at someone. A lot of people thought it might be Jay-Z and that the special would end with the couple announcing their divorce. But, spoiler alert, they reconciled at the end, but it's clear there was some drama along the way. Many of the lyrics hinted that Jay has, had cheated on Bay, such as, this is your final warning. You know I give you life. If you try this shit again, you're going to lose your wife. Oh, sick rhyme. But the one line from the song titled Sorry That's Become a Meme is, he only want me when I'm not on there. He better call Becky with the good hair. Oh, Which has set the internet ablaze with speculation about just who Becky with the good hair might be. Well, I always thought I was Becky with the good hair. <laughs> I think you um, at first, people thought it might be Rachel Ray, Damon Dash's ex-wife. And she Rachel was, Ray? Rachel Roy. Rachel Roy, I'm sorry. Rachel Roy. <laughs> so she was, she was be, inundated with abuse on Twitter. Yeah. And just like my stumble, so was Rachel Ray. <laughs> yes. People get, got yes. her confused yes. with Rachel Roy. People are so attacking she, Rachel Ray. Um, that was until singer Rita Ora posted a provocative Instagram of herself in a sheer bra yeah. with Bees embroidered on it. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's nickname is Queen Bee. Uh-huh. And wearing a plated, gold-plated J necklace around her neck. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Um, Rita Ora is fucking banging. Like, if you... <laughs> She's if, a better version like, of Like, if you Beyonce. get to... If you cheat on your wife and you're... And you should get a pass. If the, the wife's all pissed, like, I can't believe you had an affair. You just go, oh, no, this is who it was right here. Yeah. And the wife what should be like, okay, it's cool. She, she's like um uh, Alge- not Algerian um Albanian. Oh. She's like half Albanian, half black or something. Because because I I've never heard of her in America, but yes. she is the tabloid fodder in England. Like they have a free paper they hand out every time you get on the tube. Yeah, and it, What's that they called? hand it out yeah, every day, out. and she's featured every single day. And I was like, who is she? Yeah. And now she's coming up now, like. Does she have a, a real career or is she kind of she's famous a singer. for being she, a tabloid? She's a singer, but yeah, did, she woke did up she one day hot. No, no, no. She has a huge career. Jay Z signed her. She, he was her mentor, but Rock, she has a big Rock career. She, she's, a, she's a big pop star, big time pop she's star. Hot. Yeah. She's, I want her. Yeah, she's, oh, she's Yugoslavian. She's born in Pristina, Yugoslavia to Albanian parents. 
But she has a British accent. But but she's raised in the UK, Mm -hmm. and she is smoking hot, and anybody should be allowed to have an affair with her. Okay, continue. But also, why why are people – I I just – I never understand. Why do people care about, like, marital troubles of people – like, like the, they care if they're together or if they're apart. Like, why, why do people, people care about that? People are fascinated with the inner workings of yeah. cele- celebrity lives, like all aspects. It's true. They want to yeah, feel like they know them. They want to, they want to like look down on them for, for their failing marriage. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know the psychology of it, but it's definitely a thing and it's voyeurism. been a thing forever. Yeah, yeah. it's voyeurism. Yeah. It's wanting to relate yeah. to it's them. Like, it's wanting to understand their lives. I'm into, I'm it's wanting in, to judge them and yourselves. Yeah, that, that too. All of that stuff. I'm into voyeurism, but in yeah. the traditional sense. Oh yeah, right on. You're OG, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brian's going to follow Rita Ora on Instagram. Yeah, as as I will. Out. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to. Actually, that's a good <laughs> idea. I get being into celebrities. I just... Their marriages, like I don't, I don't understand yeah. that one. I mean, I'm not really into their marriages. Um, just to lower your estimation of Rita Ora, she was, she did date Rob Kardashian. Really? Oh. But she was on the come up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. A couple oh. years she ago. Was, that's that's a tough. She, also, that's a tough speaking of she's upgrading speaking herself. Of Rob, um, she so Peter Griffin. He's engaged yeah. to that Black China. Yes. Also, do you think that Black China added the black because China, the wrestler, had China already? I just assume. I think her, she could go to China now. She could be. She could just be China. She could just I, drop. I the think. Black. She, I think that's. I thought. Assume that was her given name, her Christian name. Um. Just yeah. Weeks. Now that China's dead, just yeah. just drop. Just the black. hey, I'm the China. I'm just regular China now. <laughs> weeks after getting engaged, Rob shared a photo of um, Black China on his Instagram, along with the caption "My beautiful wife," setting off speculation that they've gotten married. Which would be the biggest train wreck that I can think of. Oh, yeah. About the worst thing possibly happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bet she makes him call her, call him. Or I bet she makes him call her by her full screen Black name, Black China. China. Black China. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, that's not my name. Like how Lisa Rinna only calls um, Harry Hamlin, Harry Hamlin. Well, maybe she she makes yeah. him pronounce the at like he's got to call her by her Twitter <laughs> at handle. Black at China. Black China. Most- Come here. Come here, give me a blowjob at Black China. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna start Black doing that in my own household. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my kids call me uh, mostly Irish, but all pasty dad kind of thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right, is that it, Kate? Um, well, I got one more Kardashian. Oh boy! Bit. A few yes. weeks ago, I told you guys about the new book about the Kardashians, Kardashian Dynasty, which I may oh, read. I actually read an excerpt um, of this. by Ian Halperin, which apparently hype. has proof that Momager Chris brokered um, the sex ta- tape deal for Kim. So the book also outlines how just when it appeared like the Kardashians were destined for, you know, the junkyard back in 2012. Everyone was going to move on from them. Following widespread backlash to that sudden end of Kim's transparent 72-day marriage, fake marriage to um, Chris Humphreys. Yes. So according to the new book, um, the Kimye, Kim and Kanye relationship, like so much else in the Kardashian circus, was stage managed by Kris Jenner. Desperate to change the subject from growing allegations of marriage fraud, Chris drew up a list of potential celebrity boyfriends for Kim that included Kanye West, Justin Bieber, Nick Young of the Lakers, and mm. Matt Kemp of the Dodgers. And Kanye put his hand up to start to dating her. Yeah. And it was what? a fake marriage. It was a fake relationship, but it turned into a real relationship, according to the book. So that's how it started. Yeah. By by no means am I a perfect parent. 
Yes. But being a parent, <laughs> yeah. when you see this, it's like, Jesus, it's like crazy. what? She, she's got to be the biggest monster on earth. Yes, yeah. <laughs> honey, I've of got an idea. You, what? You need to fuck somebody I, on I video. Need to be more famous, <laughs> right? Call Ray J. He's hung like a fucking mule. That's He's right. gonna ruin you for everyone else. Get him over here. Film something prom theme. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of money there. <laughs> Listen, I'm not famous enough. I'm only famous in my Brentwood circle. That's I right. need to be right. more famous. Yes. Girl, we got to break you on the MySpace. You have to take a Pringles can for me. <laughs> I've I've milked take a Pringles I've can milked for your team. stepdad for all that that Wheaties box had in it. It's done. I need I need something else. Here's what you're going to do. Right. I've milked you know, all the man out of him. He's now yeah, just a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking up this story, and it turns out they went to her and asked uh, if she had a response to the allegations that uh, were in this book. Yeah. And her response was, uh, what's a book? <laughs> if you want to keep a secret from a Kardashian, put it in yeah. a book. Uh, uh, uh. Put it in a book. The end. Let's, <laughs> I'm going to read that book. Let's, sorry, uh, yes, sorry you read say, it, you read it to. and give, give me all the details. Yeah. Cause I'm certainly not. That's it, it for fancy pop. Excellent job, Kate. As always, John Wessling, fantastic appearance. We hope you will come back again soon. Oh, give us, to. give us your, give everybody your Twitter handle where they can find you on the internet, John. Oh, you can always find me at shake that That's right. Shake that That's not actually where you should find me. Uh, best place is at t- on Twitter at John Wessling, J O H N W E S S L I N G. And, uh, Find out, give me through there and you'll find the rest. All right. Yeah. Definitely follow John Wesling. He's an excellent. Stay away from the Vandersloots, buddy. That's right. I will. Yes. I'll, keep, I'll keep my head on he a is, He is doing the Lord's work at sea. Uh, Ed Daly, fantastic so, job as always. Delightful, all of us. Yes. Everyone did a great job. That is it. Fucking nailed it. That was great. Until next week for special guest John Wesling. Where's the after party at? For. Easy at Daily for Fancy Sauce. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 117 of the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. See you next week. Bieber.